Hey, welcome to Something About Astrology. This is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. This is for the week of September 5th through September 12th. We're recording this a day earlier than we normally do. Today is Friday, September 4th, because there is a massive heat wave <laughs> coming to L.A. this weekend. So we're going to record this on a day when it's going to be under 100 degrees. Yeah, triple digits are coming. Yeah, we got trips on the way. Uh, this weekend is Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day, everyone. Huge thanks to all the workers out there, all the delivery drivers, hospital workers, grocery store employees, pharmacists, everyone. Thank you so much for, for this year and helping to uh, keep this country going. It's been a tough year. You haven't gotten nearly enough support, and you're still doing it and showing up to work every day, and we appreciate it so much. Thank mm -hmm. you. Um, this weekend specifically, the moon is in Aries, so reach out and punch someone. Mm -hmm. There is going to be aggressive energy in the air this weekend with the Aries moon. The sun is still in Virgo. Virgo can be kind of hyper energy at times. It is ruled by Mercury. Uh, Virgo is an earth sign, so it is a little more grounded than, say, Gemini when it comes to Mercury-ruled signs. Mm. But with the combo of Virgo and Aries this weekend, there's going to be some restless energy in the air. So if you can, get outdoors, run around, do something active, physical, mm. whatever that is for you and burn some of that stuff off. This is not necessarily going to be a sitting around kind of weekend. Mm. If that works for you, great, do it. Uh, relax and recharge. That's what these weekends are for, especially in a year like this. If you can get some quiet time and recharge, obviously go for it, do it. But uh, if it's not going that way and it's just a little frantic out there, that's why it's it's Mercury, um, excuse me, it's Virgo and Aries doing their thing. And also the Aries moon is going to be squaring off. It's going to be forming squares with Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter on Saturday, September 5th. So that's also going to add to some tension. So if the first part of this weekend is a little yucky, that's why. But hopefully you don't feel that. You might not even notice that at all. Mm. Um, later in the weekend, the moon will go into Taurus. Things will slow down a little bit. The moon in Taurus is all about, hey, guys, let's take a break. Let's enjoy ourselves. Let's have an extra drink. Let's have a nice meal, that mm. kind of stuff. I think once the moon gets into Taurus on, uh, I'll check my notes later, but I think it's Sunday the 6th, then I think the holiday weekend will feel like it's finally kicking in. But the first uh, day or so, it might be a little hyper. So what else is going on? You know, one thing I noticed is that of late, we haven't had much air out there. We've got a lot of earth energy out there. We've got a ton of earth energy out mm. there. We've got some fire energy out there. We've got some water, but we haven't had air. Mm. And air is good because it helps us take ourselves a little less seriously. It helps oh. detach and say, you know, maybe we're forcing the issue on certain things. Let's look at someone else's perspective here. So air energy is great for that. The air signs, of course, are Libra, Gemini, and Aquarius. And Mercury will be entering Libra on Saturday, September 5th. So that will help with diplomacy, fairness. Libra is all about good manners. 
Libra is ruled by Venus, so it wants people to get along when possible. It's not going to try to force things down your throat kind of stuff mm. like Aries might. So with Mercury going into Libra, that might help with certain negotiations that have been stalling either in your life or you know in the world. And some momentum might pick up there again. Okay. Uh, on Sunday, September 6th, the planet Venus is going to be leaving Cancer and entering Leo. Mm. So for those Leos out there who thought that the spotlight was not going to be on you for another year or mm-hmm. so, guess what? You're going to be popular again. Leos are back in vogue with Venus entering Leo. So it will be okay once again to, you know, pound your chest, be amazing, mm-hmm. uh, brag. You know, it's all about self-esteem and, and you get that boost of confidence when um, anytime Leo's doing anything. So it's okay to go out there and strut your stuff with Venus going into Leo. I personally am excited about this because I have Venus in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So while Venus has been in cancer that opposes my venus so i have been insanely unattractive to people i haven't felt particularly attractive no one wants anything to do with me that's not true i still think he's very attractive i literally told you today you're very attractive you did that's true and thank you i I needed that boost because as of today venus is not yet in leo so i need all of the uh, support i can get at the moment once it goes into leo i'm gonna be fine you know I'm going to be the most arrogant person you've ever seen. (laughs) But for now. um, But anyway, yeah, uh, with Venus being in Cancer, you know, uh, that's great for Cancer, great for water signs. Now it's transitioning into Leo, which is a fire sign. Mm. So I think all fire signs are going to get a little boost, a little uh, a little Venus energy coming into their life, as well as Earth signs. Uh, So we're talking Virgo, Capricorn and uh, the other one, Taurus. Uh, They'll get a little boost, I think, with Venus going into Leo. And it's going to stay there until October 2nd. So it'll be there for about a month. Now, the main event. This is a big one. This is one of the main things astrologers have been looking at this year during this topsy-turvy year. The planet Mars is going to go retrograde. And that is happening Wednesday, September 9th. Now, it's not unusual for Mars to go retrograde. It does it once every two years. But what's going on this year is that there have been a lot of changes, obviously, the way we go about things. And planet Mars is our actions. So with Mars going retrograde, now is perhaps a time when governments or us individually will be reviewing the actions that we've taken so far this year, the choices we've been making and evaluating and saying, are they working? What kind of things can we fine tune while Mars slows down here and goes retrograde? And are there things that we can perfect to be more effective once Mars eventually goes direct, which won't be until November 13th. So Mars will be retrograde for about two months. Now, the last time Mars was retrograde was in 2018, and it was between June 26th and August 27th of 2018. So if you want to look back just at your own life and see what was going on during that time, maybe you'll see some similarities between then and what's about to happen in the next couple months. Maybe certain events that were going on in your life will come back this time around in 2020. So keep your eye open for that. 
And yeah, you know, anytime a planet in general goes retrograde, you know, they say the energy becomes internalized. So that's a time for you to look inward. It's a time to review things. And um, yeah, other things they say with Mars going retrograde is don't have any surgeries uh, if you can avoid it. <laughs> don't start any wars. They say the person who starts a war when Mars is in, is in retrograde will lose. Mm. They say don't start any lawsuits. If you initiate the lawsuit, it probably won't go in your favor. And then also, I'm curious to see how this particular uh, this particular Mars retrograde affects sports, because mm. Mars energy is the gladiator warrior sports energy. And in the U.S., at least, they've been continuing the sports seasons the best they can. There have been some stops and starts here and there. But from my perspective, at least, it seems to be going surprisingly well, considering the circumstances. But now that Mars is going retrograde, now that Mars is going to be in a weakened position, will that continue? Will it still go smoothly? And I hope it does. But if there are more hiccups here, that could be a factor, uh, especially the NFL season. The football season starts on September 10th, which is just one day after Mars goes retrograde. So if the football season has some trouble getting out of the gate, that might be a factor. But again, hopefully everything goes smoothly. Um, here's one other thing I want, wanted to bring up. This particular Mars retrograde is in the sign of Aries. Now, as I mentioned, Mars goes retrograde about once every two years. But the last time it was retrograde in Aries, in the sign of Aries specifically, was in 1988. So it's been a while. Mm. And I was kind of looking around in 1988. It was retrograde August to October of that year. I didn't find anything I wanted to really tie into that and saying like, oh, this was definitely a Mars retrograde influence. There were a few events I could have, but it just seemed like a real stretch. So I went back a little bit further. The time before 1988 that Mars was retrograde in Aries was in 1973, October 29th till about December of 1973. Mm. And that was when the details from the Watergate scandal started to come to light. Uh, it was during that time when Nixon made his famous quote, I'm, I'm not a crook. That's right. We got Richard Nixon with us here today. Thank you for joining us, President Nixon. You're welcome. Um, and it was also the time of the Saturday Night Massacre, which was something I didn't really know about. I was a little unborn at that time. <laughs> But that was when the prosecutor was starting, or he subpoenaed Nixon to uh, testify about Watergate. And, and, and Nixon told his attorney general to fire the prosecutor. And his attorney general said, no, President Nixon, I'm not doing that. And he resigned. So then Nixon goes to the deputy attorney general, same thing, please fire this guy. He's, he's annoying me. Deputy Attorney General also says no, and then he resigned. And it wasn't until he got down to the third person <laughs> who just needed the job, apparently. And so he uh, he did whatever Nixon's bidding was. But that, to me, is, is emblematic of a Mars in retrograde situation because Mars energy is the military. It is authority. It is do as I command you because I am your superior, don't question me kind of energy. But with Mars in retrograde, all of a sudden, people are going to be like starting to question that authority. They're like, hmm, let me think about this because Mars isn't functioning at its normal speed. It's kind of waffling. So they'll be like, man, does my boss really know what he or she is talking about? 
Um, same thing with police. Let's see what's, what happens with uh, police during this time. That's another authoritarian uh, situation where people might, well, people already are <laughs> questioning how the police work, of course. Uh, but let's see if that comes into even more focus now while Mars is retrograde between September 9th and uh, November 13th. But again, they say don't start any wars during mm. this time. If you're the country that starts the war, you will lose. It doesn't even have to be a war between countries. It can be a war between yourself and your annoying know-it-all uncle on Facebook. Maybe just let him win this one. Don't go in an all-out Facebook war with him. It could also be a war between a California politician and a hair salon. It's mm -hmm. not a good time to be starting wars. So find compromise whenever possible. Take the high road whenever possible and be diplomatic whenever possible. The last thing I want to talk about regarding Mars is that I mentioned before Mars is forming or did form a square with the planet Saturn. And again, Mars and Saturn don't necessarily get along because Mars energy just wants to be able to run free. And Saturn energy is always going to be saying, put on the brakes, let's slow down, let's review, let's make sure everything's in place before we move forward. They don't get along. And Mars and Saturn formed a square, an exact square, on August 24th. And it was brought to my attention that there was a big Zoom outage for a couple mm. hours that day. I think a lot of it was uh, people getting back to school, kids getting back to school, and they were oh. pulling a lot of... Uh, I'm not in, I don't know how the, the verbiage for that stuff. But anyway, there's a Zoom outage on August 24th, which was during the exact Mars-Saturn square. And Mars and Saturn will be forming another square like that on September 29th. So I'll be watching that date just to see if there's any funkiness there. Not necessarily with Zoom again, but another sort of um, thing like that uh, where it's a little clunky because those two planets, uh, they just don't necessarily see eye to eye. So that brings us to the Ask a Scorpio section of our show. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She was born October 24th. She knows better than anyone what it's like to have a Scorpio experience. And every week I ask her a question to get her take on what life is like from a Scorpio's perspective. Elmi, yes. this week, my question, I know you like to watch a lot a lot of, um, I don't know how to describe them, but house videos, like house tour videos. Yeah. Like when a, when a house is up for sale, the realtor will make a video and put it online so you can see it. And we live in LA and you look at a lot of multi-million dollar, fabulous Hollywood Hills type of homes. I just want to ask you, as a Scorpio, what do you look for in a master bedroom? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so the best master bedrooms are ones that are absolutely enormous and have a marble fireplace. Marble fireplaces in master bedrooms are big. And I'm talking floor-to-ceiling marble. That's a big one. Uh, you want a lot of natural light. Uh, I don't, I've don't. i gotten used to not having a TV in the bedroom because that's something that you don't like. So for years, we have not had a TV in the bedroom but there is a trend now. If you want a TV, there's TVs that come down from the ceiling. There's TVs that are hidden in the walls. Um, so that's a big trend, too. Having a large balcony is great. But the biggest thing for a master bedroom is having an absolutely enormous master bath. The trend now in these multi-million dollar homes are to have master bathrooms that are bigger than normal rooms. I mean, they're just absolutely huge. And then you've got a giant soaking tub underneath the window 
You've got showers that are as large as closets that have two shower heads and are usually marble. And for me, that is what I look for. And it's technically not a, the master bedroom. But I think if you're talking master bedrooms, you're assuming there's a master bath. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is the big thing, to just have a bathroom that is bigger than um, most of our apartment. I would say these bathrooms are about the size of our apartment or half the size. I mean, they're just so enormous. You walk in and you're like, why is this bathroom so big? Because it's luxury. That's why. So that's what I look for when I watch tours of these homes is just um, expansive rooms, beautiful views, and uh, giant bathrooms. Thank you, Elmi. And in addition to being a Scorpio, Elmi has Mars in Virgo and Venus in Libra. And I think those planets also come into play when you're considering where you're going to live. Yes. And, you know, speaking of Los Angeles, today, uh, September 4th, right? Yes. Today is Los Angeles's birthday. That's right. L.A. is a Virgo. Happy birthday, Los Angeles. Woo. Yeah. And then we just have, uh, since we're still in the Ask a Scorpio segment, oh. we just have one small correction we want to make from last <laughs> yes. week. We're talking about the show Dancing with the Stars, and we might have been a little incorrect about something. Emily, can you tell the folks about that? Yes, I was absolutely devastated to learn that Alfonso Ribeiro is, or Ribeiro, I still don't know how to pronounce his Ribeiro. name. He's a Ribeiro. Virgo. He's a Virgo. We Gosh, know that much. I'm so sorry. Um, but it pains me to say he is not going to be co-hosting Dancing with the Stars with Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks is hosting it alone. She's also an executive producer. I don't know why I thought he was co-hosting. There was a lot of information out there, some of which I probably misinterpreted. And I am so sad to learn that he will not be co-hosting because he was one of the few reasons that would keep me going to, to watch this season. The season does honestly not have me very excited. So just want to make that clear. Alfonso, who did win Dancing with the Stars and is I think he's still hosting America's Funniest Videos. He is sadly not co-hosting the upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars. And I am so sorry to have to tell you this. Yeah, so sorry to interrupt your Labor Day weekend to bring you that sad news. Devastating. But again, once the moon goes into Taurus on Sunday, September 6th, I think the mood is going to lighten up again a little bit. Uh, again, moon in Taurus is all about let's just chill, let's just be here in the moment, and let's relax. This is a holiday weekend. Let's just uh, unwind. And things will be slowing down Sunday into Monday. And I mentioned before that when the moon is in Aries, it's going to be forming squares with uh, the Jupiter, Pluto, um, Saturn, and those aren't the most friendly aspects. However, once the moon goes into Taurus, it's actually going to form trines with those exact same planets. Taurus is Earth energy, Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn have all been in the sign of Capricorn, which is Earth energy. Game recognizes game, mm. like attracts like. They form a trine, 100 degree angles, and that is a favorable aspect. And that'll be happening Sunday and Monday. So hopefully we feel a little more easy going then, unless you live in Southern California, because it's going to be like 115 degrees without exaggeration. But keep the AC on. In the valley. In the I valley, hope to yeah. God it's not 115 here. But it Pray might go as high go as, I know, it may go as high as 109 yeah. in our area. We're in the Los Feliz, Silver Lake, East LA-ish area. Um, but God, I hope it doesn't get to 115 here. 
Mm-hmm. Same. So stay hydrated out there for sure. On Tuesday, September 8th, the moon goes into Gemini. And Gemini energy is very sociable energy. It's about communicating with people, either Mm. getting together with them in person or just texting, emailing, phone calling. But you will be hearing from people whether you like it Mm. or not. You'll feel more compelled to reach out to people. It's great sociable energy. By Friday the 11th, the moon goes into Cancer. And so, so next weekend, next weekend, yeah, while the moon is in Cancer, you might be wanting or feel the urge to stay home a little bit more. Cancers like to nest, and they like the home environment, especially if you had a very busy, hectic Labor Day weekend. You might just want to take the following weekend and stay home. The big event next weekend is Jupiter. The planet Jupiter has been retrograde. So many planets have been retrograde of late. And the planet Jupiter is going direct. It's changing its retrograde course. It is going direct on Saturday, September 12th. What does that mean? Not necessarily a whole lot. They say Jupiter is one of those planets that when it goes retrograde, you don't necessarily feel it as much. Uh, I guess it kind of depends on where it is in your chart. Like if you have Jupiter in a significant place in your chart, maybe you'll feel this one a little bit more. But just in general, now that it's going direct, maybe we'll all have a little more good fortune, a little more good times. Jupiter is a fun, loving planet. It rules Sagittarius. So it's all about let's just go out there, see what's possible and enjoy the moment, maybe overdoing things a little bit sometimes. But Jupiter has been in the plan it has been in the sign of Capricorn, which is fine. It's just a little restricting. Jupiter and yeah, doesn't want Capricorn's rules telling it what to do. Jupiter wants to grow and expand. Capricorn wants to edit and fine tune. So as long as it's in Capricorn, yeah, it's just it's kinda like going to a party. And you like tell someone you went to a party and that you had four glasses of punch. Like it just went crazy. You had four glasses of punch. Your friend says, was there booze in the punch? You say, no, there wasn't. But it was good. And there were cold cuts and there were slices of cheese. It's like, wow, Jupiter and Capricorn really know how to have a good time here. There's a lot of carbs in punch. So, yeah, that is really going for it. Yeah. So that would be the Capricorn perspective. Think about all those carbs. Yeah. You drank. Yeah. You, you didn't even like record them or write them down. Yeah. Just you're, all... you're an animal. Yeah. So eventually Jupiter will be going into Aquarius on December 19th and then all bets are off and Jupiter will have its chance to grow again and expand. But again, so much of this year, the way the planets are, it's, it's been trying to slow us down because we are taking these massive leaps forward whether we realize it or not every day we are growing by mm-hmm. leaps and bounds it's very 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 accelerated growth this year so if the planets are slowing down i think they're trying to give us a chance to catch our breath on occasion before we move forward again which probably won't be until 2021 with any speed i mean we're obviously inching forward every day but uh, the pace won't uh, accelerate until next year, from what uh, I can tell. But that's your report for this week. Have a great Labor Day weekend. We love you. I'm going to turn it back over to Almy the Scorpio. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. If you'd like, I'd like to end this with a nice, deep, cleansing breath. Because, as you said, we all need to slow down. Mm-hmm. So let's all slow down right now. Um, Take a look at your surroundings. You can close your eyes now if you like or keep them open. Just be very aware of where you are and be aware that it is now time to slow down. So all together, let's take a very deep cleansing breath through the nose. Mm -hmm. 
in. Very slowly through the mouth. Slowly release. And thanks again for listening, and we hope you have a wonderful day.